Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, um, we had something planned, but uh, Joe has thrown a wrench into things here. So, <laughs> Blame me. So, 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 so say that again. A prominent public figure. There's a story from a, a, a press outlet I'm not familiar with. So it's on the Internet. <clears throat> I've never somebody, heard of it. Somebody typed it on the Internet. Well, no, it's it's uh, this outlet is the winner of 14 L.A. Press Club Awards from 2012 to 2018. Well, uh, or so they claim, of course, that could be made up. Maybe we... <laughs> I've won four Nobel Prizes. Um uh, maybe we should start with the outlet. What uh, you, you, you need to give us some facts. So either the either the public figure, the scandal, or the outlet the information's coming from. You have to tell us. Okay, I will give you the public figure is the lunkhead governor of California. Okay, and the the people reporting the rumor is uh, Cerritos News, uh, aka HMG News Media Group. Okay, I know. It is a provider of local news throughout Southern California. They might be fantastic or, or not. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let and me are we the me. kind of show that just passes along an Internet rumor that could damage a person and hurt their families? Yes. Oh, you had to play the family card? What? Y- yes, says you Arnold. You took all the fun out of it. <laughs> No, I'm not trying to take all the fun out of it. I was leaning yes on this. They do high school sports. Uh, let's see. How, how can I tell if they're... Would, right, would, would Drew, our boss at KBC, know uh, know anything about these people? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Their website's kind of slow. All right, City News. Uh, blah, blah. Newsom to dominate Assemblyman uh, Rob Bonta's California Attorney General. That is correct. Uh, he, uh, he has a history of being involved in sexual harassment, by the way. There's a thread on Twitter about the brutal sexual harassment of women in the California capital. That's right. Your wokest state in the union is horrible to women. And the powers that be inside the state, if you try to bring it up, they crush you. It's really quite astounding, but that's a tangent on a tangent. And then they pay you to be quiet with taxpayer money, and you sign an agreement saying you'll never talk about it. That's the way they handle it. You know, the rest of their news is solid, Fairly not terribly notable or interesting news. As, as a guy who takes in media, that's usually an indicator of, of something pretty solid. If, if you have a bunch of crazy stuff. So how salacious... There's only one story I can see that is salacious or sensationalistic, and it's the one I'm bringing up. How salacious is it? Is it a sex thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're alleging... Uh, that Gavin Mussolini. Uh, I guess okay. we're going to talk about it. Well, I'm I guess serious. Joe's moving forward. I'm moving forward. It's already moved. Cerritos News has learned from high-level sources that Governor Gavin Newsom is having a romantic relationship with one of his close staffers. That's uh, entirely uh, believable. Uh, for for people around the country that don't know the story, he sexed up his campaign manager back when he was mayor of San Francisco, who was his best friend. He sex up his best friend's wife, and that right. exploded into a public story. Yeah. The sources are telling this news outlet that many of Newsom's other high-ranking staffers are aware of the relationship and are ready to jump ship. Another said, yeah, I've heard the rumors. 
Newsom currently married to Jennifer Seibel Newsom, a left of Trotsky documentary filmmaker. They have four children. Just six days ago, Newsom made wholesale changes to his communication staff ahead of the recall. Among other moves, he expanded Deputy Chief of Staff Lindsey Copia's role to help guide communications. As Deputy Chief of Staff for Strategy, all other positions were newly hired political operatives. Don't have a name on the woman? Um... No, although I think they're kind of hinting that it was that that gal I just mentioned, but I don't I don't know. This isn't the first affair for Newsom, et cetera, et cetera. Did when he was with his best friend's wife, was he married to Kimberly Guilfoyle at that time? I think they were either in the process of getting divorced or were divorced. Thank you. I'd right. forgotten they were married. What's she up to at this point? She's dating Donald Trump Jr., right? Oh yeah, that's right. And st- yeah, okay. And still on Fox. We last saw her screaming at the top of her lungs at what was it, the State of the Union week or whatever that was they had? The best is yet to come. The Republican convention. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Okay. Well, there's a scurrilous rumor repeated for no good reason. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> That's just complete, utter nonsense. Well, let's, uh, being grown ups about it, um, uh, would that have a political impact? Would that have any impact? In Cal Unicornia? No. Well, it's a staffer. You got that whole, he, you know, we're about to talk about Bill Clinton. I mean, there, there, there are plenty of people on the left that believe if you have that asymmetry of power, that by definition is some sort of sexual aggression. If you have an affair with somebody that you are above. Unless. On the power the, scale. Unless the person involved is a lefty. Then you ignore it. Which is why the uh, toxic, uh, Culture of the state capital of Cal Unicornia continues. Well, I, you know what? I actually don't think it should hurt him politically. I don't know what to, I mean, it sucks. So he's married and got a bunch of kids. I mean, that whole thing, but that's just a personal matter. If, if, if his marriage isn't working out and, and he, he's in a relationship with another grown up that's in it willingly, I don't think that should play a role whatsoever in whether or not he gets to be governor. Wow, listen to the permissive libertine Jack, the, the sodomite, the Gamorian Jack Armstrong. Sickening. No, don't marry him. <laughs> or, you know, suggest that your girlfriend date him, or your wife, or your sister, or daughter, or whatever. But whether or not he can implement the policies of California, I don't know. What about the fact that his skull is numb, his wit yeah, is no, half, that's an and issue. his head is lunk? That's an issue. <laughs> or that he's keeping schools closed because the teachers' unions want and not because he's following the science. Yeah, that stuff I'm furious about. While his kids are in a private school. Yeah, that stuff I am furious about. The Whether or not he's in a relationship with another grown-up, you know, whatever. What if they were fornicating on top of the Capitol Dome? Would that bother you? Moaning I like kids not being able to read. <laughs> oh, jeez. a weird thing to say. That's, a, that's some odd pillow talk. Well, let's just dispense with that fundamental, foundationally nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep whispering incoherent drivel into my ear. I'm getting hot. <laughs> I like it when you do that. We're going to follow the orgasms. Oh, jeez. <laughs> We're going to sleep. All right. You know, I, my better judgment is really, really telling yes. me to end it now. Yes. yes, I would agree. I don't think it should be a political story. So that's, 
It's the same thing with the Governor Cuomo thing. Oh, so he kissed a woman on the lips and uh, said, man, I'd like to have sex with you, some woman. That's the story now. Now he's going to be run out of the governorship, perhaps. Not because he hid evidence that he killed old people. Right. Yeah, I know. Same thing with Gavin Newsom. You made a billion-dollar deal for masks that was uh, a ripoff of the taxpayer. Maybe you got a kickback. Nah, that's okay. Oh, uh, you're we're having, all human. We all fall <laughs> short sometimes. You're having a grown-up relationship with somebody in your staff. That will not stand. Come on, let's let's understand what the role of these people is. I had an early dinner with my staffer. Not that that matters. Uh, and we, uh, you know, we had an early dinner, but then we had early coitus. Not that that matters. <laughs> not that the hour of the day really matters. But, uh, <laughs> We're going to follow the disrobing. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah, really. Time to stop. So, uh, yeah, are this we, is Are we having and... fun with somebody's personal pain just because we don't think they're a very good person? Yes. We're Pretty guilty. much. Guilty. Right. Let uh, he uh, among you who is without sin cast the first stone, or perhaps read the article yourself at armstrongandgetty.com. We have it under hot links. Okay, we'll get to that other stuff coming up next. Also, possible uterus transplants being recommended by some doctors for the whole trans thing. What? Now you can be full on, have a baby. Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, we'll get Wait to that Wait a later. minute. What am I, potato head over here? <laughs> oh, Interchangeable gee. parts. Oh, God. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If Kamala Harris had any self-respect, she would not sit down and discuss whatever the topic is, the effect of COVID on women uh, with uh, this particular guy who's, uh, who's uh, insofar as he knows anything about uh, respiratory uh, effects on women. It's from pinning them down and assaulting them. It's, it's disgraceful that she's participating in this. So there's some sort of forum being held about the effects of COVID on women in the workplace or something. Hmm. Um, and uh, Kamala Harris and Bill Clinton are teaming up for it. And Mark Stein had quite a bit to say about that yesterday on Tucker. The business model of the Clinton Foundation, uh, I, I think uh, you said it was about obesity. Their big thing is actually diarrhea in Africa. Um, 6% of their money goes to diarrhea in Africa, and the other 94% goes to maintaining the Clinton's lifestyle. And it wasn't quite doing it for them, um, because, you, you know, you've got to f- uh, find a Somali warlord or a Kazakh oligarch willing to pay $2 million to participate in a Zoom call with Chelsea Clinton on, on diarrhea in Africa, and a lot, even a, even the dumbest Kazakh oligarch can see the flaw in that uh, business model. <laughs> he has a way with words, Mark Stein. I know. He does, and his delivery is just so funny. He goes on. Uh, and actually, doing this, this is the Clintons way of saying we're back in business, and there is no limit to the sick joke we're willing to hammer down. The, we don't care how many face masks you've got on. You've got four, five, you've got the Mexican nose mask. We're still going to hammer this rubbish down your gullet, and the uh, vice president will agree to go along with it. 
I did see some pushback on the left uh, following the, the Twitter feeds about uh, Bill Clinton being at any event for women. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some in the, the, the Me Too crowd that uh, don't like that. It is astounding the extent to which the woke crowd will go back into your life to ruin you. Some tweet when you were 17 years old, a child. But being a serial sexual predator? It doesn't count if you're a powerful, uh, moneyed uh, lefty. That's pretty crazy. Although, you know what? Honestly, there's a lot of the woke crowd that hates Bill Clinton. But the mainstream Democratic Party certainly doesn't. Um, He was the most popular Democrat in America for what? 25 years? Until Barack Obama came along, um, Bill Clinton was. And now he couldn't get the nomination or get elected. No, he's way too conservative. Yeah, which that's it's interesting. Plus, there's the perv thing, but oh yeah, I don't mean from that standpoint. Just we would never get there. Yeah, because he's too conservative. He's he's that damn near too conservative for the Republican Party at this point, which is uh, not pleasing to me at all. Um, we need to uh, play Dana Carvey for you again later this hour. If you haven't heard Dana Carvey of Saturday Night Live fame do his Joe Biden, it is it is really something. Um, we'll get that that later this hour. Axios is doing some of the best reporting on the border right now. Jonathan Swan tweeting out three hundred unaccompanied minors with positive COVID tests are currently in HHS shelters. An HHS official told Axios. That's 3% of the population, according according to the new numbers provided to Axios. A lot of people are leaking numbers. Some people are giving them to them willingly, but a lot of people are leaking stuff to Axios. Um, nearly 2,900 tested positive for COVID over the past year. Currently 300 in there. Now, these are kids? Uh, yeah. Well, 300 unaccompanied minors with okay. positive COVID tests. Okay, they're well, under eighteen. But but if they're if they're in the uh, they're in these facilities, I don't know how you're going to keep it from being everybody. Now, well, kids, it doesn't do much to kids, but obviously it's going to spread it around. Right. I have it on pretty good authority that they also are turning loose family units and individual adults without so much as a hearing date, some of whom are COVID positive. That's why Greyhound went nuts last week and, and uh, sought assurances from the federal government that they would not put anybody with COVID on one of their buses to be routed to wherever they're going. Imagine how galling it is. And we've gotten emails from folks who uh, one gal in particular married a Brit. And now she wants to come back to America with her husband and they just can't get him in. This guy is a professional, employed, law-abiding Brit, which is two-thirds of an American anyway. Can't get him in. But if you're a COVID-ridden San Salvadorian, El Salvadorian, and you sneak across the border, you're in. Federal government has you and says, just go, go, do whatever you want. How galling is that to honest people? They continue to not really allow any press coverage. They tried to get past that yesterday by letting some press in, but uh, Jonathan Swan of Axios retweeted this. They're letting one camera into one out of 200-plus of the safer, more kid-friendly shelters days after images and videos emerge from totally different border facilities showing young people and families waiting in crowded tents separated by plastic dividers. So they let some media into one facility of a different kind that they had time to prepare before they let the media in. I actually can't believe this is happening uh, this way in the United States of America without more pushback. And as Lindsey Graham said yesterday, hey, AOC, 
why aren't you down at the border now trying to draw attention to this? Yeah, that's a good shot. You know, I'm mildly surprised that the media went along with that charade. Yeah. Why did you allow yourself to be used like I'm that? Not sure I mean, they, it's so obviously phony. Yeah, I'm not sure they understood at the time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You would think somebody from Washington Post, New York Times, someplace would be making a bigger stink saying, no, 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 no. We want to go in that one over there. That's the one we want to see. And explain to me why we can't. Right. It's a government facility. We're paying for it with taxpayer money. Why can't we go see it? And you know what's especially scary? I called it a Potemkin village before, which is a reference to the Soviet Union used to build these, like, model villages that made it look as though communism was just, it was the worker's paradise that they were uh, promising. But it was completely phony. It was like a movie set. And, you know, given the Marxist impulses, the uh, silencing critics' impulses uh, of the woke crowd and the rest of it, the fact that now the administration is engaging in Potemkin Village construction, that's a little scary to me. I don't know. It's getting a little close to home. Yeah. We've got more on that coming up later. Also, we got to get to the Dana Carvey doing Joe Biden, which is hilarious. I'm not sure these Gavin threesome texts are helping me any. I just <laughs> it's kind of funny, I guess. But. Well, we should probably read them on the air just to show the depth of depravity of the American people. <laughs> Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Not kidding. Promise you. Promise you. If you haven't heard Dana Carvey doing his Joe Biden, it's pretty dang funny. Oh, and the newest thing in NFTs, Sean? Porn. Stay with us. What? (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The horrors of white veganism needs to be stopped. We'll have that for you in just a moment. I'm sorry. I'm out of uh, give a crap for any of that stuff. <laughs> Wait till you hear it. A new it. one, hey? Wait till you hear it. Oh, and you know, it kind of fits in with this, which I'm about to tell you. This guy, Shadi Hamid, I've probably read some of this, his stuff. He's a writer for The Atlantic. And he's a lefty, he writes, he tweeted out, I was thrilled that Biden won. And our country's a lot better than it was. With one exception, I thought that people would chill, woke radicalism would dissipate, and folks would come to their senses. I was wrong. To which James Lindsay, my favorite thinker on everything that is woke, tweeted back, Probably better to figure out as soon as possible that wokeness is a takeover ideology and will only stop if it is stopped, which is true. Yeah, I would agree. Um, And uh, one of the reasons he was for Trump was he thought uh, wokeness will probably kind of be flat if Trump is president, but it will be an accelerator pedal if Biden is president. And we we may be seeing that with the stuff coming into the schools and uh, government facilities and all that sort of stuff but more on woke veganism in a second since we we're talking about joe biden uh dana carvey who used to be on saturday night live years ago i mean his his impersonations were the first george bush and ross perot i mean that's that's 30 years ago wow but uh wow. and this is especially funny since the washington post had a ridiculous article last week with com- with quoting some comedian saying you can't parody joe biden he's just too reasonable and average to make fun of it all It's one of the most astounding things I've ever read. And idiotic. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny. But anyway, here's Dana Carvey with his Joe Biden. I do him at the town hall 
when he's like the gentle father to the country, and he looks like the alien who came off the spaceship in Close Encounters. Yes, folks, come on, folks, let's get real. I'm not kidding around here. You know, you know, we got to do the thing. We did Barack. We did the deal. You know, and uh, you know, my dad, my dad, you know, lost his job in Scranton. No joke. No joke. I'm not being a wise guy here. He said, Pops, why'd you lose? He said, Joe, I did. My mom said, that's the cookie. But she, the crumbles, she says, we'll do it. You know, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Number one, the thing that they said, come on. Number two, the two part. Folks, three, you know, come on. I'm not kidding around. No rocket science. That's, here's the deal. Come on now. Now, that he told. He knew. He knew it floated. He told Bob Woodward. It's Joe, Joe, Joe Ann Woodward. He told, he told Bob Redford. Excuse me. I think I, you know, but folks, I care. I care a lot. People are suffering, and I do. And my mother said, you know, that's the way the cookie is. And it goes those places, and you know, we can do this. Shots. We can, in fact, and do better than we did before. So I do the sincere guy. I love the sincere, it. sweet. That's so beautiful. But there's a lot there if you, you know, if you just don't worry about the fact that he's 78, he gets a little confused sometimes. It doesn't mean you're attacking him personally or, you know, but you have to acknowledge that, you know, he's just, he's just, he's just, a little, we're going to try. We're doing things, you know. And then, you know, and come on, here's the deal. Let me, let me just, I'm not kidding around. No joke, folks. You know, my dad lost his job in Scranton. I lost my dog. I'm no, I'm not kidding. I'm not being a wise guy. You know, don't, don't. And, and he always does the list, number one, the one part. Number two, what they said. Number three, you get the drill. Come on, you dog-faced pony soldier. You know, it's just a rock. That's good. Come on. That's what people said. So that's what I'm gathering from it visually. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a character now. That's funny. He's going to end up with a chain wrapped around his head. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that he'd throw in the little, you know, he, he, he wanted to make sure he didn't sound too mean and everything like that, because that's the way Saturday Night Live used to be. They'd parody something, but it wasn't a, you're an evil person set out to ruin America. It was just, they would pick up on quirks. Yeah, it's a caricature. Yeah. You draw certain features a little bigger and have fun with them. <laughs> sure. It makes a difference. <laughs> that's really good, though. Uh, hilarious. Okay. I so, have hairy legs. <laughs> you should have thrown that in. I got hairy legs. Oh, look. Come on. Number two, the two thing. Um, Number three, you know the trick. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you know the thing. It's like my mom said. Come on. <laughs> Not being a wise guy here. Um, woke uh, veganism. White veganism. Is this white a problem? Veganism. So here's a, a like PSA sort of thing that I came across. Fail to account for white supremacy and veganism, you get white veganism. We must address the role of white supremacy and the oppression it creates no matter if we are vegan or not. White veganism focuses solely on animal liberation while ignoring the context of colonization and imperialism and how all of this impacts all living beings and the planet. Not all white people vegans are white vegans. Our veganism must be intersectional, accessible, anti-racist, anti-imperialist, and decolonized. Okay. You, you explain to me what to the do. hell that means. <laughs> I'm going to pick you up and throw you. All right? <laughs> I'm going to hurl you further away from me. As you weigh 80 pounds and are so utterly clueless, you won't know what's happening. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick you up and throw you. <laughs> Away from me. Further from me where it'll be harder for me to hear you talk. 
Those people, what, what color is the sky in their world? In their unicorn-filled dream world, the sky is always covered with rainbows and pink clouds of cotton candy notions of perfection. It's mostly funny, except for, man, I saw another example of some of this stuff yesterday. This, like, how comfortable so many people are with just this, you know, we all agree white people are evil. And, man, everything would be better if it weren't for white people. What does that turn into? I'll tell you what it turns into. It turns into violence. It turns into civil wars. It turns into awful things. Sure, race, hatred, and violence. Oh, my God. How did we get so far so fast into the... Well, of course, we all agree white people are terrible human beings just because of the color of their skin. Some of those people were white saying that, which is also, I don't even get what that is, but... Yeah, that's a, a pathetic bit of wanting desperately to fit in and getting the approval of your peers. It's really, it's, it's pathetic. We didn't spend a lot of time on the Maisie Hirono, Tammy Duckworth thing. Right. Um, it, where, it, came, it came and went fast. It, it did, I think, because, well, let's go ahead. Let's, let's play clip number 40. Tammy's position um, is that until she gets a commitment from the White House that there will be more diversity representation in the cabinet and senior White House advisory positions, she will not vote to confirm anyone who does not represent diversity. So this is not about pitting one diversity group against another. I think this is a a well-articulated, focused position, and I am prepared to join her in that. Do you think the Biden administration has been adequately receptive to your entreaties for more diversity? (laughs) Obviously not. Otherwise, uh, Tammy and I wouldn't be taking our position. We would like to encourage them to do better. That was a dumb question, that follow-up question on several levels. That was Senator Maisie Hirono of of, uh, Hawaii Hawaii explaining Tammy Duckworth of Illinois' position that if Biden doesn't hire some Asian slash Pacific Islanders. They won't vote for any white people. That's what they mean by we won't vote for anyone who doesn't represent diversity, meaning you will deny a federal job to someone on the basis of their race. The realize the reason rather it came and went so quickly is uh, virtually everybody from Joe Biden down to the local postman called him and said, you're violating federal law. That's naked racism. You can't do that. So they retracted it. But it didn't get a lot of attention. I mean, it did on Fox, but it didn't get much attention anywhere else. And these aren't, you know, dime a dozen whack job House members, of which there are many. Two freaking U.S. senators, two U.S. senators who said we're not going to vote for any white people to get their jobs. And how about that follow up question? Do you think the Biden administration has adequately addressed your concerns? How about did you just say you won't vote for any white people for federal jobs? Are you insane? And to what I was just talking about, how comfortable so many people are with racism now i used to kind of struggle to understand how people used to feel back in the days where racism was so openly okay um i mean when i was a little kid my parents explained to me no some people have different colored skin but other than that they're exactly the same and i thought oh that was pretty much the end of it never really thought about it again um and, but, but, you know, when I'd read about, you know, you'd see, you'd see clips of interviews, whatever, old Southerners, white guys, stuff like that were so openly racist and everything like that. I would think, how do you come to that conclusion? 
I mean, how can you how can you possibly think that people just because their skin is a different color that they're actually different human beings? Now I'm seeing it around me all the time about white people. Mm-hmm. That person is white, so they are by definition racist and part of a system to try to keep the rest of us down. That's what they do every single day. It's just insane. And there are more parallels, too, because if a white person doesn't put on the white guy minstrel show, which is uh, self-flagellation and admitting the sins of your people and, and uh, you know, the sins of your forefathers and begging forgiveness and submitting to the training and the rest of it, if you don't do that, you're in danger. Generally, not physically, but professionally, absolutely. Socially, absolutely. Not physically yet. That's coming. Right. I guarantee you, you can't have racism be this comfortable and not have it lead to violence at some point. You got you got young people that are growing up being taught in school and by their parents and by their politicians that white people are evil be, by definition of their skin color. Right. The whole white devil thing oh God, is now back in circulation. People horrific. are using that term openly. It's horrific. White demons. In fact, one of the people behind the utterly wretch-worthy California Ethnic Studies curriculum that just got adopted, some of those people regularly use the term white demons to describe white Americans. They're Marxists. Openly Marxists. It's scary. Yeah, it is. They just, they realized, you know, and I could bore you to death with this stuff, they realized that the whole uh, war of the classes and the proletariat and the bourgeoisie and the the capitalists, nobody was going for that because too many people see too much upward mobility because it's, you know, possible to get ahead. Um, so they decided, the Marxists said, okay, we gotta stop talking about class, we gotta start talking about race, because no matter how successful you are, or, or whatever, you're a uh, Hispanic person, you're a black person, you're a white person, you know what your race is, that's not gonna change. So, that's the way to divide people and tear down, uh, the free market. That's what they're doing, that's precisely what they're doing. The Biden administration could get drugged down by this border situation. Their biggest vulnerability right now politically is the border situation. And we got a good example of that coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Our balance is, of course, privacy, as you all know. Uh, It is also that we are in the middle of a pandemic uh, and that, uh, you know, these facilities, of course, can't become uh, forums for media access all day long, every day. But we will continue to look for ways to increase transparency and provide additional access. I've been to the border under Barack Obama. Media were allowed. I've been to the border under Donald Trump. Media were allowed. Before that, George W. Bush. Media were allowed on the border. Joe Biden is issuing this media blackout because he's terrified of the American people seeing the disaster that is unfolding. That's a pretty embarrassing thing for White House spokesperson Jen Psaki to say. We believe in transparency, but we can't have reporters there all day, every day, obviously. So we're that's not what anybody's asking for, and you know it. That was like an angry adolescent answer. Oh, you want to come into my room all day, every day? No, I just want to come in right now. That was pathetic. Yeah, well, I don't think she's got a lot of wor- lot to work with there. How do you justify not having reporters go into government facilities taxpayers are paying for? Um, when when one of your main things you ran on was 
you know, we're going to treat people well at the border, and we're the competent, smart people with a with a plan, and uh, none of those things are happening. Right. There are a couple editorials in the Washington Post today, including the utterly horrific Jennifer Rubin, who's just she's disgusting um wow. she's just she's wow. just wildly partisan and has no interest in the truth whatsoever and she's warning the media to go to go easy on old joe during the press conference not in so many words but and then she questioned well she stated republicans are not it's speaking in good faith about the border they're just trying to make biden look bad and blah 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 you just i wish more of americans realized that there are very few honest brokers Mostly everybody's just swinging their swords for their side. I mean, yeah. like Jen Saki, I understand that's her job. That answer was ridiculous and hilarious, but that's her job. It will be interesting to see how the press handles the first press conference of Joe Biden's uh, presidency, which is going to happen later today, and we'll have all the details for you tomorrow. I feel like we're a little late to the party on Cinnamon Toast Crunch Guy, because it's been in the news for several days. I must be tuning out of that story or something or skipping it. I've missed it. So you got this guy who uh, claims that he was eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch and he poured some into his bowl and there were a couple of shrimp tails in there. I'm Mm. not going to mention his name because there's a chance here because he's like a Hollywood guy and has written comedies and successful and everything like that. So The comment that uh, I saw that made me kind of question the whole thing was, uh, it's kind of weird that this viral thing happened to this guy who's been trying to go viral on the Internet for the past decade. But but it it, kind of sounds legit to me in just the way it's laid out. He claims anyway, and it's an article in the Washington or the L.A. Times about it. He claims that he thought it was kind of funny and he thought, man, this is going to be great on Twitter. That was his first thought. Um, and he also contacted General Mills because he says he says he's a big Cinnamon Toast Crunch fan. He likes the product, and he wanted to let him know that this had happened. Um, so then he tweeted out a picture that said, uh, you know, hey, look at this. I found, um, um, he said, um, why are these shrimp tails in my Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Um, then General Mills responded with, he didn't hear anything back from him after he called him and everything like that, and they responded with, after further investigation with our team that closely examined the image, it appears to be an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when the ingredients aren't thoroughly blended. We assure, there, assure you there's no possibility of a cross-contamination with shrimp. Well, then he responded to that with saying, and I would respond the same way, okay, well, after further investigation with my eyes, these are cinnamon-coated shrimp tails, you weirdos. I wasn't all that mad until you now tried to gaslight me, and so then it became a thing. I could see that happening, where if you, you get a product and there's something in there and they tell you, no, we can assure you that didn't happen. No, 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 wait a second. I'm looking at it. Wait a second. I'm looking right at it. And he said, that's what infuriated me, because I was like, there's no doubt. I mean, this is literally zero doubt in the world that these are shrimp tails. Um, and the picture looks, what do you think the picture looks like, Sean? You've seen the picture. It looks like shrimp tails. It looks exactly like shrimp tails. Yeah. It does not look like, you know, cinnamon coagulated into the, the shape. of. No, I'm, I'm doing I'm, an independent investigation. I'm right familiar now. with the phenomenon that the Cinnamon Toast Crunch people are talking about, because as a uh, consumer of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I have experienced that. But this is not that. Yeah, exactly. I'm a Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy, too. I don't eat a lot of it, but... Um, when I've you were it. a child, you mean you were, right? No, as a grown-up with my with my kids. My kids like it. Uh, no, it's pretty damn sugary. I Sweet. have no kids. I ate it yesterday. <laughs> child? You well, child? I, I had a bowl of Cocoa Pebbles earlier this week, so I'm not, I'm not you know... You were a child. <laughs> Those sure look like the tails of shrimps. <laughs>
<laughs> According to my independent visual uh, investigation. Um, and so, yeah, so they, 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 he also claims he found dental floss in another bag of, of uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, I can understand, though, if you're General Mills and you would say, look, there's no possible way. I mean, there's no way in the hell. There's nothing in this entire plant within a thousand miles of shrimp. Of course, if you end up with a guy who ate lunch, who had shrimp for lunch and brought it in his lunchbox. And he spilled it into the cinnamon vat? I don't know. Or some uh, saboteur was hurling shrimp into the works? I know what I'll do. Really, the best part of the whole story was, well, I've done a further investigation with my own eyes. <laughs> anyway, that's Shrimp Tail Cinnamon Toast Crunch Gate. That is a very, I mean, I eat kids' cereal. I'll eat peanut butter crunch. I had uh, Cocoa Pebbles, stuff like that. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is really sugary. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a bowl of sugar. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Too sweet. I'd be better off with some shrimp tails in there. Sean, you'll be excited by this news. Perhaps literally, Playboy has announced that they are moving into the NFT arena, which caused their stock price to go full mast, then down again. That Uh, happens. as, As the excitement turned to skepticism, but they are going to harness all of their images through all the years and start selling you NFTs if you're crazy enough to buy one. Huh, I got a quote from somebody in the world of art who says this is one of the best things that's ever happened to art. I'd have to talk about that later. Armstrong and Getty.